Hello, and welcome to another podcast by Touchstone Financial Education. My name is Elliot Cox, and I can be found on LinkedIn. And I'll tell you, it's fun to see all the faces of those people who've been listening to my podcast for the last year. Thanks for checking me out. Keep listening. I hope I'm providing some good information that helps you along the way with your retirement and investing. All right. Also, classes are coming soon. We are working out the materials and the format for the classes, so please stay tuned and check out our website for updates, touchstonefinancialeducation.com. Also, we are working on the platform for our YouTube channel, videos, basically. So I'm going to turn these podcasts into videos. So you longtime listeners and even you new ones, um, please stay tuned. Again, check out the website, touchstonefinancialeducation.com. All right. Last time we talked about how to utilize a platform for retirement and investing, and that would be your Vanguard, your Fidelities, your E-Trades, your Charles Schwab's, whatever platform you have for your retirement account at work, as well as any investing you do on your own. And specifically, we went through on things like how to place a trade, how to find the trade screen, because that's very important. And once you have the mechanics down, it's like riding a bike. You won't forget. And for the most part, all of the platforms have very similar trade screens so that it doesn't matter where you go or where you are, placing a trade is pretty straightforward. Today, we're going to be talking about how to pick investments. So learn how to place a trade. Now, how do I find the investments that are appropriate for me? Well, first thing we do is we need that platform, right? Again, Fidelity, Vanguard, Schwab, um, you know, E-Trade, whichever one you use, all of them have tools that will help you narrow down the field of investments that are appropriate for you because outside of your retirement plan at work which generally speaking has 20 to 25 choices you can invest in anything you want on your own and how do i pick that's very important so the first thing we're going to want to do is try to take a quiz on our platform and this quiz is called a risk profile questionnaire sometimes they call it slightly different things but basically It's a series of questions that you answer to determine what type of investor you are. Now, most retirement plans today, 401ks, 403b, even thrift savings plan, or if you work for a state, whatever your platform is, there will be a risk profile questionnaire. So if you can't find it on your own, for those of you investing outside of your retirement plan, you know what? Go to your retirement plan platform and you'll find this risk profile questionnaire. And this is important, again, because it does narrow down or help you narrow down the field of investments that would suit your needs. All right. And basically, investing comes in three categories. There is aggressive, there is moderate, and there is conservative. Right now, we all don't slot into any one particular category at any particular time. This changes as we get older. The more we learn about investing, you're more likely to take more risk, etc. So, we answer this risk quote profile question air to help narrow down those field of investments. And you know what? The reality is, you might have a combination of all three aggressive, moderate, and conservative. All right, and this is what we call asset allocation. And I'm going to cover a little bit about that in this podcast, but definitely going through asset allocation on the next one, because I'd like to break that down to a more granular level. All right. 
So once we're in our platform, we've taken the risk profile questionnaire. The next thing we do is we look for what's called a screener in the platform, all right? And all that means is once we've taken this test, we know what kind of investor we are. Now we're allowing our platform not necessarily to choose our investments, but to provide you a narrow list of investments that will suit your needs. Now, if you're new to investing and sometimes logging in, especially when you're new, especially when you're new, it can be a little nerve-wracking or anxiety-inducing. I get that. The good news is that all of these platforms today, your retirement platform included, has customer service that can help guide you to find that list of funds that would suit your needs. And I said funds and not stocks because on this podcast, we're going to stick to funds only. Stocks will be coming next when I talk about asset allocation. All right. So we look for that screener in the platform, helps us find those funds and, you know, read a little bit about them. Usually there's a blurb behind the name of the fund as well as the ticker symbol. And for those of you who listened last time, remember, the ticker symbol is what tells your platform which investment you're looking for. Right. So for mutual funds, the ticker symbol has five places like VFIAX. And that's the S&P 500 fund from Vanguard. It's a mutual fund or VOO, Victor Oscar Oscar, which is the same fund, but in the ETF version. And for those of you who listened to previous podcasts, you understand the differences between mutual funds and ETFs. Now, we took the questionnaire. We've got some funds on our list. We've taken a look at the screener, etc. That's how we got the funds on the list. But if you still have some questions, customer service on your platform, retirement plan included, they're very good at guiding you. Now, they're not going to tell you which specific fund to invest in, but they will definitely help you on your way. They will take you up to the line to further narrow that list of potential funds. And I'm going to say this too, for those of you who are just getting started, because this is more of a back to basics kind of podcast, I would say index funds and target date or retirement date trust funds are a great way to get started in your retirement plan at work as well as on your own. And an index fund, just briefly, is a fund that invests specifically in an index in the marketplace. And I just gave the example of the S&P 500 funds from Vanguard, okay? That is an index fund, right? And only invests in the S&P 500. All 500 companies will be in that index funds. And this is a very much a, a set it and forget it type approach to investing. Target date funds, the same thing. So you take your age or approximate year or date, whatever, towards retirement, and you choose a fund that fits that criteria. So if you're, for example, in your 40s and you think you're going to retire in about 20 years, right? Well, you might be looking at like a 2045 fund. And what this does is it sets up the appropriate allocation for where you are relative to retirement and, of course, your age. And as time marches on, as it always does, the closer you get to that date, the more conservative the fund will become. So that asset allocation then is set for you. Now, for those of you who are more moderate to sophisticated investors, you understand that perhaps your performance could be better if you put your own asset allocation together. And I hope you all get there because the reality is, Target date funds are great for getting started, 
or in your retirement plan at work, but generally speaking, they tend to lag the performance of funds that you can pick on your own when you're comfortable enough to choose that asset allocation. And again, we'll talk more about that this time. This is just about how to find the investments through your platform. Again, risk profile questionnaire, the screener, customer service if you need some help, and a great way to get started is target date funds and those index funds. Now, that's not the only way to find funds. There are many other tools out there, wonderful apps like Motley Fool or Seeking Alpha or publications like Investor's Business Daily, of course, the Wall Street Journal, um, so on and so forth. Okay, so there are many different tools, but a couple of tools that I really like, again, especially for beginners, because this is a back to basics type of podcast today, is US News and World Report and ETFDB.com. Now, US News and World Report, it's easy to find. You can Google it. So if you Google US News and World Report best ETF rankings, It'll be listed under usnews.investing.com or something like that, or forward slash um, investing, all right? And they break their fund choices down by category. International, conservative, aggressive, large cap growth, small cap growth, whatever the case is, whatever slot you find yourself fitting into after you take that risk profile questionnaire, you will find funds mutual funds, as well as ETFs that would suit your criteria. So basically, it's just plugging in the numbers, all right? And it's a wonderful source. They've been putting out this list for decades. It goes back to the 80s, all right? ETFDB is relatively new, and it's a little bit different, okay? They've got 30 different categories. So if you go to ETFDB.com, you scroll down a little bit, you'll find three columns of 10, all of different sectors of investing, all right, as well as different risk levels. Again, aggressive, moderate, as well as conservative. And when you click on an icon on that list, it'll bring up a list of funds in that category. Further still, you can click on one of the funds and it'll give you a blurb about the fund, who manages it, what the expense ratio is, which is the cost associated with investing in that fund, all right? as well as the performance. And then you could take that information back to your platform if you're not comfortable taking the advice or the information from these sources, which are free by the way. You could take that back and run it through your platform through the screener. Again, you can ask your customer service to go ahead and help you if you can't find that. And again, we, we do this just to validate, to make sure that the investment we are finding is appropriate for where you are, all right? Now, again, this isn't stock investing. This is mutual funds and exchange-traded funds, or ETFs, all right? This type of investing lends itself to a buy-and-hold strategy, and if you're using those index funds and target date funds, it truly is set it and forget it. You don't have to spend a lot of time watching, which is why they're great for beginning investors. As we learn more, willing to take more risk, we might want to try different things, but taking those first few steps into investing on your own outside of your retirement plan at work, this is a great way to go. All right. So just to quickly review, again, find that platform. We've learned how to place trades from the previous podcast. Okay. Take that risk profile questionnaire. That's very important. All right. 
it'll set up or show you what type of investor you are. And again, aggressive, moderate, conservative, but not everybody fits into one specific category at any given time. This is fluid, right? As time goes on and you learn more about investing, you're going to have probably a good cross-section of aggressive, moderate, and conservative relative to your age, and that, again, would be your asset allocation, all right? So be open to changes. Remember, this is fluid, and learn as much as you can so you can utilize your platform to the best of its ability to help you save for retirement, of course, money you can't touch until you're 59 and a half, as well as monies you will use for what I like to call interim goals. That's everything you want to do before you're almost 60. Buy a home, take a vacation, buy presents for loved ones, take a sabbatical, whatever that case may be, these platforms and questionnaires will help you achieve those goals. All right. And, and one more thing, too, I got to stress this. This type of investing lends itself to a buy and hold strategy. We're not trading, all right? Not day trading, not even trading every few months. These are investments that you can hold for hopefully at least a year to give them time to work. Now, one of the questions I get more often than not around this type of investing is, how often do I need to change my investments? Well, honestly, you don't really need to change them if you are using funds. It used to be that we would rebalance portfolios once a year. Okay, As advisors, we would do that because the systems weren't sophisticated enough to do that for us. A lot of these platforms, Schwab, Fidelity, Vanguard, TD Ameritrade, which is now Schwab, by the way, um, they all have built into their platforms automatic rebalancing if you want to use it. And guess what? It's free. But my opinion is, you know, you really don't have to do it all that often. You don't have to do it once a year anymore. Okay. If you decide you want to share some of the control of your investing and utilize a robo advisory component after you've maybe looked at these choices on your platform and outside of your platform for funds, and you're still not comfortable doing it yourself, then by all means, use that robo component and it will rebalance for you automatically. It will choose the investments for you automatically. And there is a fee associated with that, all right? But it's extremely low these days. I believe it's most platforms now have it about 0.15% of the assets in the account. All right. That's if you're interested in rebalancing or unsure about your ability to pick your own investments. But I hope from listening to the almost 30 or so podcasts that I put out, you've got a little more confidence. And I, I truly believe you guys can do this on your own. All right. Well, that's it. Today, it's a little short. Again, just how to pick the investments. The platforms do a lot of work for you. Thank you for listening. And, you know, something I'd like to say, too, the markets have been quite tepid for the last almost two years now. Investor sentiment hasn't been that good despite the fact that technology stocks have gone up. As I record this today on Monday, I'll tell you, tech stocks have defied gravity. And I just wrote a new market update for those of you who regularly visit my site. You should have seen it this past weekend. But tech stocks are up over 26% year to date. Now, tech stocks or funds uh, with tech stocks in them tech funds, etc. They are, of course, defying gravity, but they belong in the aggressive category. And if you're just getting started out investing, 
you might not want to jump on or jump in rather the deep end of the pool with aggressive investing initially. And that's all right. But just know that the tech component of your portfolios, whether you're investing on your own or your retirement plan at work, you should have seen a nice pop, especially that first quarter. Okay, things were up where last year they were down across the board, whether it was stocks, bonds or inflation eating up your cash. All right. And also hats off to those of you through all of this who have been bold enough to open your investment statements. Now, of course, everything comes online. So opening that email, if you will, and checking on your performance, because I know it's difficult when things are going down. It's just human nature. We don't like to lose money especially in our retirement accounts, thinking, hey, I'm a few years out from retirement or maybe I'm 20 years out, whatever it may be, you don't like to see those assets shrink in value. So hats off to those of you who are looking and learning because the markets do turn around. Again, we've seen that already in tech stocks and some of the consumer staples for a while as well as energy stocks have run or funds with energy stocks or consumer staples in them. And consumer staple stocks, say that 10 times fast, those are things like the Cloroxes and the Procter & Gamble's, you know, toothpaste, shampoo, paper towels. Remember that back during the pandemic? Paper towels, right? Companies that make that kind of stuff, we always need. So those stocks have done well. It's kind of a, a flight to safety, if you will, when people are not confident about the stock market, but they still need to be in it. They run to funds with those type of stocks in it. We call that value growth or conservative growth investing. So wherever you are on the spectrum, thank you for listening once again. And please check out our website, touchstonefinancialeducation.com. Classes are coming soon. The uh, videos that we're going to upload to YouTube and other social media platforms are also coming, hopefully by mid to late summer. We're working everything out. I've got a great team of people, and I really appreciate the help they put into this with me. We've come a long way, and we have a long way to go. I appreciate all of you listeners. Once again, my name is Elliot Cox. I can be found on LinkedIn. So thanks for listening, and have a great week, everybody.